0: Ready?
1: Test. Test one. Testing two. Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. This is episode 13-5, and we are hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pranel. Every week, we hang out. We listen to great video game music of the past and the present, and sometimes we do something a little special for the people who are patreon subscribers of the show we drink lacroix and they can see it yeah they can see it <laughs> so we do a, a every month we do a, a live stream of our recording just for patreon uh, subscribers it's great honestly <laughs> i come to enjoy those
0: because it's kind of cool to see people chat and obviously we chat back while the recording's taking place, it's just a good time, and also I do dumb things like play games when I'm not supposed to, like ever. And today, what was it? I decided to go with Mega Man Three. Play Mega Man
1: Three. Mega Man Three. You start with Snake Man. No, you start with Magnet Man. I like Snake Man though. Yeah, but <laughs> weapons not well. it's weapons. That's useful. how I. That's but. how I choose which Mega Man to play or which which um which robot master to start with is. Is Snake Man. Which one is Snake Man? Which one is Snake Man? I usually start with Snake Man. He's not in Mega Man Man 4, so it makes it really hard to play. (laughs) True, true.
0: Which one is Snake Man? Um, Uh, Turning this off. That's people with Mega Man 2, though, really. It's like, which one of these is the eight bosses from Mega Man 2? None of them? Well, I can't play that game. mm. Like, what are you thinking? Clearly there are better options. Just let it go. It's okay.
1: So anyway, this is uh, the Mega Man. The Mega Man. Mega Man podcast. It's a Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man podcast. I wish. But so, right now,
0: what's going on is, it's funny enough, I was supposed to be on a plane tonight. Oh, tonight? No, 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 no. Oh, wait, 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 no. I got to take you to the plane tomorrow morning, right? No, no, no. Pick up if you can, but Darnell's doing the drop off. But when we were talking about the drop off, it was the the next trip. It was for E3. Oh, I thought that was tomorrow. No, no. Tomorrow is Mega Man Power Panel. (laughs) <laughs> then E3 is later, and that's the drop off. There's a lot of travel going on, all right. And I'm suffering for it. But the important part is, I wanted to do the podcast with Rob today. Patreons wanted to get their episode today, so we're hicking it, we're hanging awesome. out here doing our thing. And then after that, I gotta go buy an overpriced AC adapter for a switch oh, and
1: cut my hair and all that razzmatazz. Yeah, yeah, get yourself all get yourself all pretty for the for the is it Anime Central? Yes, awesome. It's going to be a long string of
0: panels. We'll be doing a panel from 8.30 to 11.30.
1: 8.30 to 11.30. Yes. Well, two panels, but nonetheless, it's back-to-back wow. for me. you so, got to be like on. You're going to be on a lot of coffee. And, and alcohol. Bowl and alcohol. That For Loco? Yeah, <laughs> just mix d- just mix them both? That's <laughs> what to think about. It might be time to bring that out of retirement. I want to see a video of that. There's got to be some recordings of that going on. If one happens, I'll link oh, to man. it. All right, so I want to say that uh, our listeners, and actually the, the people online who love video game music, who comment on YouTube uh, videos, who listen to podcasts like ours and, and others, um, or are active on Twitter, on Facebook, everyone is so friendly, super positive, and we, would have wanted to, we wanted to give back to... Not give back. We want to give back to the listeners. You all get a car! Um, no, we wanted to, to do a focus on just listener suggestions but primarily from our Patreon subscribers.
0: And I'm going to throw this out there even before. It was going to be something to at the end, but I want to throw it out there earlier. I almost kind of want to do this every, at least one or once every one or two months because we were getting a lot of suggestions from a number of people, both Patreon subscribers mm-hmm. and not.
1: And what it came to make me realize is that yeah. our listeners have excellent taste. They do. They, oh, my God. You guys are amazing. Um, and we couldn't pick them all, obviously, but we picked a lo- uh, so many good tracks. We should do, yeah, maybe maybe um, on the next live stream. Like this should be our live stream thing.
0: Yeah, and we can. I think that makes a good idea. We'll let the let's let the Patreon guys come to a call on that. But I mm-hmm. think that sounds good, and it gives them something to kind of look more forward to. It's like,
1: hey, I wonder if my track's
0: want to get played on this thing today.
1: So I well, like that idea. I like that idea too. I'm trying to think of anything else to talk about at the top of the show. I started playing Iconoclasts again. I figured out where I got stuck. Okay. I found the key, got to the thing, and then I had to go to the next thing in the underwater cave, and I couldn't figure out where to go. So I Googled it, and it was just, you shoot the wall. Hmm. And I was so angry that it wasn't intuitive that I'm- I turned the game off for now. <laughs> Again. I might have to go back and play, things. then because I don't remember a shooting <laughs> the wall thing. I just remember moving and grooving. No, but- I don't know. I don't know. You, maybe you're just better at games than I am. Maybe.
0: Well, I'm pretty confident, but at the same time, all it takes is more play,
1: man. Just give it a go. Yeah, no, I got to get back into that. No, I've we've, we we uh, got we picked up Hulu again. I haven't had Hulu in a while, so I've been catching up on shows like uh, Lucifer, and which is off the Brooklyn air. 99. Unfortunately, is it Lucifer's heard? off the air?
0: Brooklyn Nine Nine and Lucifer got the axe by Fox this season,
1: but um, yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine got rescued by NBC. Okay. Well, I have so much to catch up on. I've haven't, I haven't watched this TV in a while, so I like Lucifer a lot. It's just. It's just that's not something you should just say on
0: a podcast, you know.
1: I I love the devil, and I like him solving crimes. That is true. Well, if he's solving crimes, he's He's a he's a smart, sexy man on that on that show. Just saying, weird TV, weird TV. Okay, um, we've been rambling long enough, right?
0: Yes, we have. And just to clarify, what's going on here, guys? Um, the Patreon subscribers have set us up with some tracks that they want us to play on the show. And I can't speak for Rob per se, but I took it almost as a mini competition of sorts because he each chose our tracks that we wanted to play from those, like individually. Yes. So, obviously, collectively, too, in a sense, where we want to make sure that ever, as many people we could get covered was covered so there won't be any double dipping. So, sorry, guys, who said six as much as we wanted that many because we wanted to have something to choose from, which is the way it should go. We got to do one from each.
1: But what's important is. I picked some hot tracks. Oh, I got some hot tracks too. So I got some like last minute hot tracks. <laughs> that's going to be interesting then because I wasn't ready for last minute. So hot. All right. Uh this is 13 uh, 5. So that's that, me. That's you. I don't know why I decided to start doing like odd numbers per now, even numbers rob. That's just easier to remember though. <laughs> Cuz I'm the odd duck. Yeah, you,
0: you, I like, love, yeah, you I, love it. I, Better believe it. And I couldn't care less, so it's got to be you. So I think my first track I'm going to go with was one that really came out of left field, and I came to love it. Like, I've looped it quite a bit at work since it was suggested to me. And it is from the game Donkey Kong Country 3. Hmm. It was submitted by The Messenger himself, and the track <laughs> title is Rockface Rumble. And worth noting specifically, this is from the Game Boy Advance, not the Super Nintendo. And the composer, from what I gather... Is not Evelyn Fisher. That was for the Super Nintendo. The composer for this one is David Wise. So they brought
1: David. you think they, they brought David Wise back for the Game Boy Advance? Mm-hmm. I like it. Let's give it a listen.
0: You are listening to Rockface Rumble from the game Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Troubles, probably what it was. And it was (laughs) (laughs) and it was suggested by Alex the Messenger, composed by David Wise. So, fun fact, I gave up on the original Donkey Kong Country lineup halfway through the second game because even though the first game was awesome, I started losing interest in the overall formula of the series. What does that mean? Well, technically it means that I missed out on hearing any of these other Donkey Kong Country jams in the present tense. Mm. So, lo and behold, this track comes up. It's suggested it to me. And now I'm going back to playing Donkey Kong Country Returns on the 3DS and eventually Tropical Freeze. Because quite frankly, the itch is there. I'm not sure if the music's gonna match up to this in any way, but I'm ready because oh my god, this sounds like a straight up ho dam.
1: It's like a '90s '90s rap, rap. No! Yeah, that 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 beat. It's like boom, boom boom, bop, boom, 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 It sounds like it's from. Oh, man, I, I yeah, I think this is rap. Okay, that means I'm going
0: to rap to this at some point in the future. Like, yay. But honestly, this some is. some point in the future. No, not today. Hard man's giving me a, a pain in the Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. That's not a rap. That a I know. I'm not even sure man, what man. that is <laughs> <laughs> at <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm doing <laughs> oh, your merry jig. <laughs> but yeah, this track is an excellent suggestion by Alex the Messenger. I, went, I came at this hard and strong from the very beginning of the episode. I like it. And quite frankly, again, this is tracks like this are why I originally was like, I want to hear. We need to do this ta- this concept more often because I
1: want to keep getting suggestions from listeners. <laughs> because yeah,
0: I would have never thought about this.
1: Yeah, I like I like picking crazy tracks for crazy topics. Mm-hmm. Like maybe stuff that it's almost like uh, we're DJs and we pick pieces of music that you know you find a connection between them. I really enjoy doing that, but. We miss out on some really good stuff.
0: Yes, but thanks to our friends here, we'll get
1: back in touch with the new stuff. How about how about your next? Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say, how about something that like we both love? But like you know, I gotta say, doing Shasta. I gotta go back. I gotta say, doing the YouTube uh, live stream that we have at the the 24/7 radio station. Uh huh. It and then listening to like the classics like the, the stuff that you know people love like sonic the hedgehog and final fantasy music and you listen to it again and, and you you remember why everyone loves it and it's just it reminds you of like how good it is and how good it can be and it's just it's just a great i don't know it just kind of it makes me interested in finding new music again You know, going back and listening to the classics to remind myself of why I love music for video games.
0: What got you into the concept of liking this stuff and listening to
1: it in your car in the first place? Exactly. Well, this is Shovel Knight, and it was chosen by Bobby Arson. Oh. Um, Cool dude and great listener. He's really good at listening to the show. (laughs) (laughs) So am I! No, but this one is composed by Jake Kaufman, and this is called An Underlying Problem. And it's the stage for the Mole Night, which is an awesome track. And it's just a classic tune. It's Shovel Knight, which is amazing. And I want to listen to some more of this music. So this is Mole Knight from Shovel Knight, composed by Jake Kaufman and picked by Bobby Arson. Thank you. This is an underlying problem from the game Shovel Knight, composed by Jake Kaufman. And this is on many, many different systems. I, I played it on Steam. I have played it on, I want to say the Wii. The Wii U. The Wii U. Yeah,
0: because I remember switching between the items by touching the screen. Though, I kind of want to get on something else now because I need to start doing more with my Wii U, and I suck at actually breaking it out and hooking it up and playing it. But, obviously, since so I'm talking about playing
1: Tropical Freeze, I need to get back on that and make it happen. <laughs> Along with Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, of course. What, what was one of your favorite things about Shovel Knight, besides the music?
0: Well, I honestly like the fact that it evoked energy from the, at the time, dead Mega Man games. Yeah. But they didn't tailor the actual pickups to beating bosses and getting their stuff. It was actually based around finding an actual salesman in the stage and buying the item from them that's related to that level. Yeah, yeah. So... That allowed them to get away with. Well, of course, I'm not sure about the first game, but if they ever did a sequel, for example, it allowed them to get away with the need to having every weapon be thematic. The weapon just had to do what it was going to do, and you found yeah. this cool thing,
1: and it was like up to you whether you wanted to 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 use it or not. Exactly. I loved um, the control. Like every stage was built super tight. Like all the enemies and the characters were of a really specific height and a specific width. Mm-hmm. so that no matter where you were on the stage or where you were platforming or where you were attacking, you knew where you were. That is true. And I, I love that. I think that's just... It was just so smart. And obviously, deaths in the game were not limited
0: to... If you died, it was your own fault. There was no... Oh, there was nothing. The game doesn't yeah. cheat, per se. <laughs> yeah. There was no... You couldn't blame anyone but yourself. Oh, two more things worth mentioning about this game I want to bring up. So, I will say this was also one of the best... Kickstarters ever done. Oh, Both in the amount of money it pulled and also how they treated
1: the the, the actual buyer because they actually came through with so much stuff. Well, they People... People had put so much money into it that they met all of these additional stretch goals that they just keep releasing new content for... Almost free as long as you bought the the, the yeah. core game. You got so much stuff, and I think they're still doing stuff. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: And it's astounding because you know people weren't even expecting them to keep going with the releases. Like, eh, whatever, it's done. Yeah. You know, it's
1: an old game. We won't hate you for it. Like, no, we're going to put it out. Yeah. But the uh, this this music from from Jake Kaufman, which I think he was, it was all done in Famitracker, mm-hmm. is is just famatastic. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding it, out for that. One. I was. No, it's so good. Like it it sounds. It sounds modern but at the same time it it really harks back to like some of the Mega Man tracks, you know? Like this to me sounds a lot like Quick Man or or, or Snake Man, you know? It's got that kind of bluesy bluesy notes kind of into it, but at the same time it's super adventurous and upbeat. So here's the question oh, we're asking. Question of the hour. Yeah. What is your favorite stage in the game? Oh, in Shovel Knight? Yes. Oh man, I got to say it's been a while. And it's probably just for the music. It's probably just that first stage. No, 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 no. Not the first stage. It's the um the underwater one. Uh, oh, the treasure knight. Treasure level. knight. Yeah, treasure knight was no, not treasure. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it was um. That was the one who the guy who throws poison. Poison knight. What's oh, plague knight. It? Plague knight. Plague knight. I think is my favorite stage. Favorite boss. You stole my favorite level. I love that was it. my favorite level. Well, we're brothers. <sighs> that is true. We love the same thing. Cause like that level <laughs> We're brothers And we love the same thing So we must fight <laughs> Never <laughs> One brother lands Here's a fun joke yeah, To prove
0: okay. that statement So I've played I've put easily Like maybe 15 hours Into nothing compared To most I know Blah 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 But mm-hmm. I've put over 15 hours in the shovel Like easily I've never beaten The actual game though What it's, Yes Why is because Whenever I boot the game up I typically will do A run of plague Knight's level Okay And a yeah. run of treasure nights level And then I'll turn the game Back off I never actually got through the Queen's castle or the Empress's oh, castle. Oh, it's
1: so good. The ending is... It makes me feel so good, that ending. I love it. The Messenger apparently like Mole Knight's level the best. Oh.
0: Very nice. And apparently, Chris Murray has never played Shovel
1: Knight at all. Well, dear Lord, man. I played a game that someone hasn't? That's crazy. <laughs> we gotta get you <laughs> no, on that. That's good. That's a good game. It's a yes good it game. Is. It's an amazing soundtrack, guys. And it's, it's cheap. cheap. It's a cheap game. Yeah, it's cheap. It's yeah. a
0: fun game. And it's a quick game. So if you're light on time, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can knock it out in an afternoon. Easy. Easy. Worth your time, Chris Murray. Get
1: on it. Mm. All right. Pernal, what's your second track? see. Well, yeah, this is a great... Speaking stuff, of yeah, Chris so. Murray... Oh, you got a Chris
0: Murray tune? I got a Chris Murray tune because this guy is... Well, I'll bring that up later. But... The track I picked is from a game I had never played until today, <laughs> and that was well, so yesterday. And that game is called Treasure Buster, and this is the title screen theme from that game, composed by Noren Red, and I guess is actually Matt Creamer. Okay, but Chris Murray suggested this track, and I'll get on that in a minute. Let's do it. are listening to the title screen theme from the game, Treasure Buster, composed by Norman Norton Reed, possibly, or Norton Red, possibly, Matt Creamer, and this was submitted by Chris Murray. So, yeah. I'm guessing
1: you, lo- you really love this track. It's a Genesis track, right? It sounds like a Genesis track? Is this an arcade? Awesome. No. What is this? It's a friggin' mobile game. It's a mobile game? It's a mobile game. Oh, that's good. I wanted to make sure that we got, um, like, mobile games. I didn't want to get
0: mobile games, but... There's This is the second game where Chris has suggested it through the composer. In both cases, it
1: was Matt Creamer. And I oh, go. Oh, Matt Creamer is the guy who did that that puzzle game. That puzzle game. Are you still playing that puzzle yes, game for I'm now? Yes, I'm still playing it. I still play it. I can't say anything because, I mean, I've had games, I played a whole lot. I was playing it earlier today. But uh, it was... Now I'm playing that and Mega Man at the same time. <laughs> yep,
0: I do both. But like, I, the game is addictive. Like, But the puzzle game is... I mean, I haven't even unlocked another character. Yet. I've got the base five, and they're like, hey, you want to spend some money to keep going? I was like, no. No spins, Just play. <laughs> I refuse. But in the case of this particular game, the way it works is that you are essentially... It's like it's like a dungeon crawler but it's a pinball dungeon crawler.
2: Hmm.
0: Now I'm referring to I'm talking about, you know, Treasure Buster not <laughs> the puzzle game. So, it's a dungeon crawler pinball game. You yeah. start out in a room and your character is a you know, a disembodied head and I'm already on board. And you launch the head into in enemies in the dungeon. And the more ricochets you pull off, the and the, the more ball. damage you can dodge by tapping the screen to avoid blows and parry, that sounds awesome. You boost a treasure booster meter, a treasure game combo meter, which increases the volume of you know valuable goods you get when you crash into stuff. Hmm. So, I don't know. One thing I don't like about those is the fact that you use the money that you acquire to buy items, but you can only ever hold one item at a time. So I always have way more money than I'll ever need to do anything. So I'm not sure what else the money is meant to do, if it's meant to do anything, but hmm. eh. I don't know. But it's a good game and an unexpected game. I'll probably never spend money on it. Did you get into the rest of the soundtrack? Yeah. I've been playing I've been listening to a bunch of different tracks from the game as you do different stages, hmm. you know the track, and then every boss has its own unique tune for it. This is a it's quality.
1: Like, this is super quality.
0: It's addictive. The music this I want him on some console stuff. This guy he is a beast that deserves way more love than mm-hmm. he deserves. Because, I mean, aside from Chris, I don't hear a ton of people bring him up. Like, I've heard people, like, you know, respond, like, oh, yeah, Matt Cree was good. But no one else brings him up. But I am officially in his wheelhouse of fandom. This guy can put on some shows. Yeah, this guy's got...
1: This guy's got chops. He's got the chops. I he's love got the- He's got the chops and the ribs. I love the uh the FM synth that's like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. It's, it's super high energy. This is so cool. So freaking good. So cool. So, let's so Chris Murray, up. thank you and curse you <laughs> for putting me <laughs> onto these jams and the games that they come with. <laughs> All right. Um, let's keep his energy up. All right. My next track. Oh, my gosh. Am I keeping this up? I am. <laughs> no, my next track is from another listener. Um, not a Patreon subscriber because you know we had a lot of suggestions. This is from if you listen to the VGM jukebox, you know Electric Boogaloo. What? That's a listener from the. Is <laughs> breaking his name? Is, yeah, it's Electric Boogaloo. The breaking beat. The best. break. The Breakin' master. Um, no, he submitted to me a game called Ace Driver Racing Evolution for the arcade. It's on the Sega Twenty One system, and this track is called Winning Run. So I'm not sure if this is, like, um, like a, maybe it plays after you win a race or if it's during the credits. But it's composed by Hiroyuki Kawada, and I just have to play it on the show because this is just right in my wheelhouse.
0: And I got, before he starts it, I have to point out that we were kind of keeping, like, a, a sort of document to keep track of what everyone submitted.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and
0: Rob made sure to note I'll pause. as a comment on
1: the doc, this you were, track is hot fire. <laughs> we were like... We, we both had our, uh, our cursors on the same spot, and I just kept typing in, this is amazing, this is awesome. <laughs> um, it's really it's just really good, so let's check this out. This is Winning Run from Ace Driver Racing Evolution, composed by Hiroyuki Kawada, and suggested by Electric Boogaloo. Driver Racing Evolution. This is the track called Winning Run for the arcade, the Sega 21 system, composed by Hiroyuki Kawada and suggested by Electric Boogaloo, who has excellent taste in music. I would have to agree with that because this track is gold and I just died.
0: Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I love this track. This is legit. It makes
1: me kind of sad because I've never actually played this game before. Like I know nothing of it no no I, there's there's. Sega made a lot of racing games we'll just leave it there nah. yeah, a lot of arcade racing games but oh man
0: this Daytona's is the one I guess all the usual push yeah. but I feel like this O's this this, will... ah, <laughs> <let's> go away <laughs> exactly yeah. that's the one but well, this this is like smooth man I can see this easily fitting in on that OST though too mm. which as he kind of makes me wonder now what would you say is your favorite like racing title that I you can, can think go. of?
1: I put a lot of hours into Initial D in the arcade. Ah. Do you remember? That was back before I even knew it was an anime. I just knew people were obsessed with it for some reason. Yeah, there was a... And also one of the things that made Yoro so popular over yeah. here. Well, there, I used to work at that one theater, and then it shut down, and then it was just a movie theater. Then we started working together at that one place nearby, mm-hmm. and I used to walk over there, and they had Initial D, and so I'd walk over there and play this game on my lunch break and after work, and... I put so much money into it <laughs> and I had to just stop playing <laughs> completely altogether. I just had to stop playing. Well, oh, didn't it also have one of those features where you could, like, you insert a card and keep track of your running stats? Yes. And, like, you have, like, a little card you can stick in the machine, and as you finished races, it would stamp them for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's how you get the money from oh people. Oh, my gosh. No, and they, no, they just keep making them. It's so much fun. I, I really enjoy it. I like that, and I like uh, Ridge Racer Type 4. probably my next favorite one.
0: Uh, Rage Race Type 4 was good. I was the one that had that weird behind JogCon controller. Or actually, not. Nah, yeah, that was the JogCon, because it was the NegCon, and then the JogCon was the one where you could attach, you could like, kind of rub your thumb up against the pad. Mm, I like that. It was a good, it was a weird controller that surprisingly <laughs> worked.
1: And what the, no. No, there's No, there was that, what was that one that, like, you twist it like this. Like, you had your wrists, and you twist it left and right. I want to say that's the NegCon. Okay.
0: Because the JogCon... Was the one where the dot, where the controller was kind of centered, and there was like a dial centered at the middle of the controller, and you were meant yeah. to put your thumb, kind of move it over towards
1: the center, and kind of steer with your thumb. Oh, okay. I think that's what I was thinking about. They made some really interesting controllers, just for racing games, because having a full steering wheel and pedal setup is just really hard to do at home. Have the space and have the money, yeah, and, and money. have like the desk and everything just to do it, but. Man, there's a lot of cool peripherals just to do that And I still
0: have a whole bunch of them at home too Maybe I'll just have to make like a weird like peripheral museum one day like To kind of show people like These are all the weird controllers I've bought over the years Controllers that were only used for one game <laughs> And only one game <laughs> Way to just throw my space away <laughs>
1: Worth it though Alright, so I think I'm done singing along to this track You really should I should be done singing along to this track all right, uh, what is. You're in your, your third track, aren't you? Uh huh. Um,
0: I see Ian, um, Wicked Sephiroth was like, he believes I could beat the game during the stream. I'm sorry, man. That ain't happening. It's just, it's not happening. This game is longer than the other one. But I'm still making surprisingly decent progress. But my last track is a surprisingly mm-hmm. unexpected track, but it's from a game that deserves the love and affection that it's going to get from this episode. And that game is Henry Hatsworth. And the puzzling adventure. And the track is called Bangan's Aria. <laughs> it was, oh, sorry, Bonson's Aria. And it was composed by Gene Rosenberg. And it was suggested by listener Christopher Shinstrom. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic track from a fantastic game.
2: Yeah.
1: Henry Hatsworth.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: You are listening to Bonson's, or Banson, however you want to pronounce it. I don't know. I was going to make that stupid joke about that name. Is it Yanni or Laurel? Whatever you want to (laughs) hear. From the game Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure, composed by Gene Rosenberg, suggested by Christopher Shenstrom. I am glad this game got suggested and mentioned because this game, for me, has one of the... it, It speaks to me in such a primal way that I wish it got more love than it does. So, I'm a man who loves tea. This game centers around a British adventurer who also loves tea. I like it. When he supercharges himself to power up, the icon the chain to his super-powered-up form, a glass of tea. Love it. And when you touch the tea, yeah. he has a spot of tea, and then summons a giant robot. <laughs> because, of course, he does. That's great. Are he, you kidding me? I love that. He is amazing. This game is awesome. The character is awesome. It's a platformer mixed with a puzzle game. Hmm. Whenever you kill enemies, they go to the bottom of the screen on the 3DS. And you have
1: to destroy the enemies in the puzzle world before they come back up and invade the real world. It's a really, really interesting way to use the dual screens. Like, they were finding, even towards the end of the DS... They were still finding new, new, new innovative ways to use the dual screens.
0: And it was so good. Like, you know, there were people going, oh, this is stupid. Comp- these things are stupid. I just want one screen. I don't need this innovative crap. I'm like, look here, buddy. <laughs> I like the fact that companies are putting some effort into making great games utilize two screens in a way that only the DS and 3DS could actually do. Like, what's not to love?
1: Listen here, fella.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's like, you know what you want, buddy? Look, this is good stuff. And it got me a game like Henry Hatsworth. Mm -hmm. How could I possibly be mad about that? Right. Don't answer that either. (laughs) But how could
1: I be? (laughs) How could
0: you? (laughs) Love that game. Love Mm -hmm. this game so much. It's worth every penny. And more people should play it if they can find it. Because I don't know if it's easy to find or not. Or if it kind of became classic hard to get. But it's so good. And you get to hear crazy stuff like this. Yeah, so it's got crazy soundtrack all the way through? Um, there's a lot of mild stuff, I'll yeah. say. Like, it's not an action-y soundtrack. It's more like...
1: Well, it's kind of because it's part puzzle game, too, right? Yeah, so it's it's, a
0: little... it's, it's a, if anything, I'd say it's a very chill soundtrack. Hmm. But it's a great game. I recommend it. I can even
1: bring it over one. Day. You can check it out if you personally want to. But it's... Yeah, I haven't had my DS out in a while. So Is it just DS or 3DS? It's on DS. Excellent. Original Diaz. I can do that. I know where that is still.
0: Yes. yes. Gotta play.
1: Alright. So my final track is a last minute oh. last minute request from someone tangentially who just found this on Twitter um, today. His name or the, the group's name or the person's name is Normally Retro. Huh. And he commented on um, Carlos's Carlos? Carlos? No, no, Carlito. His name is Kung Fu Carlito. <laughs> oh, Puplo Z. Puplo Z. And um, he commented on him and he suggested a game called Q-Brick for the arcade.
0: Oh, an, uh, I even and heard of so I game. check
1: it out and it's phenomenal. So this is a game called Kubrick. It's a, it's a puzzle game. And this is background music one composed by K Satoru. And again, this is suggested by Normally Retro.
0: Normally Retro.
1: Normally
2: Retro.
1: background music one from the game Kubrick for the arcade composed by K. Satoru oh this is great right I do like this Mm. Rob doesn't agree with
0: me though but (laughs) I keep as I hear this my brain just wants to think about Buster's Hidden Treasure for um, the (laughs) Genesis probably because of that
1: (laughs) that's
0: exactly why there are levels in that game that use that exact same like pitch (sighs) and it's in the OST and this invokes thoughts of that Mm. Sweet, sweet thoughts of that.
1: So, so it looks like the gameplay is very similar to... I remember that game was a pipe dream. Uh-huh. So similar to that, but it's also a sliding block puzzle, except that you're sliding the blocks to have like these lines connect to each other from one end of the stage to the other. So what you're basically saying is I need, I need this
0: game in my life because I am is a pipe kind of dream
1: fiend. Yeah, oh, that pipe dream was a great great game. Yeah, so if it's pipe dream and then that, clearly... I me mean, do want. I fell in this whole looking at um it was some list of classic DOS games like like underrated classic DOS games that were awesome. Mm-hmm. And man, I was like, "Wow, well, I remember these games. They were really cool. Like um, not just Commander Keen but like the precursor to Duke Nukem it was called like nuclear something or other nuclear neal oh man all those games had like i got to find that i this is such a dumb story cuz i don't remember the name any of the names of the games but i remember playing all of them and being like wow and um there was the uh there was this one game it was the original game uh, rogue. rogue rogue i've actually never played rogue believe it or not so it was uh, i played a dos version that was all text based version of that game where, like, the dungeons were randomly generated. <laughs> that is tough. So, Purnell just took his coffee around the arm of the microphone stand, into his mouth. Tilted. That is amazing. That's like coffee gymnastics. Well, when the thirst is real... That's pretty
0: good. You, one must obey, adhere to the need. hmm wow.
1: I love this track This is a great track This is a Konami jam
0: I will say this is Another fine example Like when puzzle As we were talking about earlier About the mobile game scene Getting access to more games Like puzzle games They seem to be making A move to mobile Yes Heavily onto mobile Which is pretty much Was making me gravitate Towards that scene because, quite frankly, I, lo- I love more puzzle games. I need more access to this. And you said this is this was originally arcade?
1: Yeah, and that's what's interesting. Like that 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 is a, a time, right? That This is an age of, world one, first, there were arcades. Yes. Two, they were popular enough where a lot of games were just puzzle games in the arcade. People you would to actually an arcade. go and come,
0: to challenge each other.
1: Yeah, you go to an arcade now, everything's either multiplayer, fighting games, racing games. Don't get me wrong, they're all wonderful. But... You don't see like just puzzle games. And also puzzle games were like the one way where I could feel
0: like I could compete with people because <laughs> puzzle games are my wheelhouse. Fighting games not so much. I like the atmosphere. I like the environment. Oh, Popping music. Oh pop, yeah, but Yeah, rhythm games. I don't know how far I'd go with that because when it comes to rhythm games, there's a certain level of skill. <laughs> there's a wall there's always a ceiling. There's a, yeah, there's a there's a wall. Yep, we, we all hit that. And I hit it way too soon for pretty much all of them. I'm better than the average person, but when it comes to
1: actual competitions and challenges,
2: not even close.
1: Ah, this is so good. I've been really loving all of these like funky FM synth jams. I'm so glad that I, I picked these tunes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Just because this is a, um, a listener-suggested and supported episode... Let me see. Doesn't mean that we can't get into the bonus round. But before are, the bonus, are you prepared for the bonus round for now?
0: I am, but I definitely want to answer this inquiry real
1: quick. All right, so we, okay, so we have a question on the live stream chat.
0: Yes, sir. What's the question?
1: So, Damien
0: is saying that essentially he wants to pick up a number of awesome quality titles. The brokening, in that sense. <laughs> I know that feeling all too well. Celeste, Blossom Tail, and Shovel Knight, and Ooh. classic Mega Man games. Okay. So, inquiry is what
1: should I get them on? The Switch. If you have a switch, a switch is a great place to play them. Celeste is much easier to play on the PlayStation or on the computer. I don't know, man. The control scheme, the controls on the on, on the switch, I heard are like. I will say, from a from playing enough of the
0: switch, the switch the, the cross pad doesn't exist, which is a problem. But it's still functional for the game. Like you adapt to using it. Because like essentially okay. you're hitting like say up the up button and the right button to do like diagonal jumps, for example.
1: Right. So and as you know from playing it way more than me, you'll be doing a lot of those. Well did Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess you will adapt to it, but man, the precision required in it's tight the, in the later stages. Is, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty heavy. Um so if you're looking for The game, I would say from all of those games, if you're looking for something that's pure gameplay, that that has a great story, but is still like pure gameplay focused, I think Celeste has gotta be up there. Yeah, gameplay-wise of these options, Celeste is honestly I feel like they all this yeah they're me- all really good I mean they're all solid oh yeah we're like just I'm- talking about how great several nights gameplay was mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah like they're all I
0: mean like Celeste I will say is peak for challenge and difficulty mm-hmm. like the ceiling I think they designed that game in a way that I appreciate in the sense that they made it accessible to anybody but they made it increasingly more challenging so uh, the more you want out of it they made it for you yes. to the point where eventually you're going to crack and say I can't
1: do this yeah, anymore I'm going to crack before the game's over but yes. uh, um, like Shovel Knight is just a, a, just a pleasure to play through um, Blossom Tales I, my gosh excuse me Blossom Tales I haven't played you've played oh yes Blossom Tale is spectacular yeah. it's a fantastic game that more
0: people need to get into um, whoa <laughs> I did uh, Joey Russo <laughs> whoa
1: I love that damn gig so the much The Revenge of Joey Russo <laughs> Blossom what? Tales too. Such a great time, Tales 3: Six is Revenge.
0: More people just she deserved way more love than she got, by the way. I'm just going to point that out. That was on my Ma- name, Bialik, right? My name, Bialik, Bullock. My Ma- m- um, my Bialik was the voice of
1: Blah, was the character. Of Blossom. <laughs> was she just did the voice, <laughs> yeah. Someone else played the actual person, man. TV shows in the 80s and 90s were strange, they just had actors just mouthing the words, and then the real <laughs> actors at the voices for them, honestly. I love my I
0: I'm not. There's no shame in my game for admitting it either. Oh, I, read it. I don't like. I don't like Big Bang Theory. But if I were to ever start watching it, it would God, be solely because show. of my Kaling.
1: That show. I know this is maybe a divisive statement. I don't care. That show makes me angry, beyond, and I just. I'm so. It makes me so angry. I'm I wouldn't say it makes me angry. I, I still like it. I was I was on a plane and I just watched a bunch of it just because there was nothing else to do and it just made me angrier and angrier. And I'm like, why are people laughing? <laughs> That's okay. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Your this this rage is, is just tamp it down. I'm good to go. This this is a beautiful beautiful time where we listen to music with friends <laughs> and we don't get angry about TV shows that no one cares about unless unless <sighs> it's this one apparently. <laughs> God. <it. laughs> Um, Clearly, Rob A's big bang theory. Yeah, <laughs> we oh. have learned with a deep passion. Oh, okay. Hey, Pranell, <laughs> we want to do a bonus round. Did you? We want a bonus round. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know about the future. It's time for bonus round. I'm ready to mm-hmm. sing about mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. freaking jams. Yeah. No care about the time that I drank mm-hmm. me some coffee in time. I'm getting mm-hmm. thirsty, mm-hmm. busting up the beat, mm-hmm. and we got questions for the podcast from all our people like at and B.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That was, that was good. fun. We should do more of that.
2: Yes, we we
1: really should. <laughs> all right. Uh, the bonus round is the part of the show where we play... Covers and remixes and arrangements and just whatever whatever the heck we want based on the theme. Primarily focusing on arrangements and, and remixes. But sometimes there's just stuff that's too good. And too this good. is an episode where I will definitely not be the guy doing
0: remixes. Quite frankly, because we got a listener suggested track that I could not ignore. What you got? This came from listener Wicked Sephiroth. Is a track that I also played multiple times at work. <laughs> Sephiroth. Simply because of how good it is. Thankfully, this is not Sephiroth's actual theme, though. Because I wanted to, This is too good. This is better than that. This is for the game Loco Roco 2. Mm. And the track title is called Etol Pokurat 2. And it's composed by Nobuyuki Shimizu and Kime Adachi. This track will make you feel really good. <laughs> stupid good. It's great. Do it. (laughs)
2: let Wow.
0: I love this song. That's good. And I am I, probably gonna buy this game when I get home tonight. That's that's how much I enjoyed that track. So this was a track that when I, I have I have an office and I can close the door, but the walls aren't necessarily, you know, thick. So if I turn music up enough, you can hear what I'm listening to in my office. Yeah. People can hear me singing along to this song at work. And it was hysterical and worth every minute of it and all the stares it drew when people would open the door and go, what the heck is going on in there? <laughs> I love that. I love and that I didn't care. I
1: just looked back at him and go, Boca de Son, man, what you going to do? This is great music. <laughs> it's got like this cool, it's almost, it's almost ska in a way and then it turns, it just changes into so many different things. Like they were just having so much fun with this music.
0: Yes, I, it, it's clear that like I could just picture them all just kind of sitting around the microphone yeah. like one microphone in the entire recording room and it's like Bob and Ned left back and forth with each other smiling. These words make no sense. But we don't care because they sound so great. <laughs> I, I, It's just, this is, I love this track. Oh, I love so this good. track so much. It probably made my week. That's how much I like this track. It's, oh, it is a smile inducing fun mabob. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I am glad that it was suggested and that we could play it on the show today because
1: this is this is legit. Well, Pernell, I got something to tell you. What is it? Playing a mobile track.
0: Well, I did too. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't hate mobile. I don't think i hate that point where I don't no, hate mobile music. No, 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 like, I, I just don't want to play the game. I
1: know. All right. So this is a suggestion from David Smith, but I'm going to play a remix of a suggestion that David Smith had. So his Ooh. suggestion was the song Closet for the game Me Tomo. Oh! For the mobile. Oh, wait, but real
0: quick, I just rest something. I, I want to do something before we move on. <laughs> okay. Because I right. totally dropped the ball on Drop this. the ball. What's up? This okay. is one of the few... Tracks that I picked where the person actually had a uh declar- like a, de- a testimonial I guess I would go oh yeah so what could Sephiroth wants to say he mentions that it's great to he he loves the fact that this game this track is so positive and uplifting and he mentions that it's great to hear all the local vocal singing together but you only get this by getting the triumphant ending in the game which is essentially collecting all of your friend local vocal friends oh fun so. Clearly, this is a reward worth fighting for, or rolling for, or gelatinating for. Whatever it is you do in Roco,
1: it's worth it. Yeah, but it's weird, right? Whatever you do, it's It's, strange. It's got to be strange. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, my track was a a suggestion from David Smith. Yes, David Smith. And it is from the game Miitomo for mobile, and it was the closet song. I guess because it's called the closet song. I don't know. I don't know why it's called closet. I'm assuming there's a part in the. It's game. It's a remix from Trapped in the Closet. Tra- um, it's Closet Jams. Na- closet Jams Five. <laughs> now that's what I call closets. Um, now this is a remix, so I want to do my a remix of that tune. So this is from DJ Cutman, and he did this pretty recently, and I'll explain why I chose this one in a minute. Um, this is called the Me Tomo Remix Eyes on Me. Oh, I wonder if this is related uh, to Bob I mean. Fancy 8 in some way. Um, so, and this is by DJ Cutman, recommended by David Smith. So that was the MitoMo remix, Eyes on Me, from DJ Cutman, a remix of Closet from the game MitoMo for mobile. And David Smith writes, With the end of MitoMo on May 9th, I'm sharing this song in its memory. Even after everyone seemed to leave the game, I was still completing daily tasks to, co- co- to collect MitoMo points, which could be combined with platinum points for my Nintendo rewards. Visiting the closet to change your clothes was all part of the Mitomo fun. Yeah, Mitomo, I actually played a fair bit of Mitomo for a while. It
0: was a surprisingly cool game, it just needed more features. So, the idea of it was it was, a, it was Nintendo's first for random mobile games. And the idea was that you took your me avatar, you plopped them into the game, and you linked up with other me friends, either people that you knew or like passerbys out in the street. And you could answer like random questions about each other, or rather ask questions to your friends or these people to see if what they will say as an answer. Mm-hmm. You could also take weird photos with your Mitomo, or, like take him and put him in like weird scenarios. Like I had my Mitomo had an astronaut outfit and a weird duck slash chicken hat, and he ran around doing weird duck chicken man like things, <laughs> and <laughs> I loved him. Like that Mitomo. He looked. He was. He was attractive as a dick.
1: He made a hunk, a hunk of burning Mitomo. Yes, right. I love it.
0: He was on fire. Like, uh, but honestly, the only. But the problem with Mitomo, unfortunately, was aside from um, like a bit of like I think it was like a, either a pachinko or a crane game. It's been a while, so mm. I don't remember which of the two. But aside from those things, there wasn't much of an actual game there. So once you got tired of answering random questions, they kind of left you high and dry for more content, mm. but. For the time that it was prevalent, it was an awesome app. Like, I, I would log on to it multiple times a day hmm. to see how many people would stop by my little Mitomo house and ask me weird questions. That's funny. It's good stuff, man.
1: No, now it's just me coming by your house and asking you weird questions. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, what the heck is that doing on the floor? <laughs> like, Pick up your clothes, Bruno. I'm like, I don't feel like it. I'm being lazy. <laughs> well, for more information on the bonus round part of our show, go to Rhythm and Pixels. We'll have links to their band, band camps and SoundClouds and YouTube pages everywhere where you can go, buy the music, and support the artists.
2: God, this truck is so
1: good. Yeah, this is like, ooh. This is good.
0: I, will read his tes- I gotta read his testimonial to it, too. It's a short one, though, all right.
1: Oh, we're not gonna have this in the actual podcast proper. Oh, right, I got you. Maybe we, maybe we will, this is really good. The
2: trick. Hmm. I kind of like a lazy rhythm to it. I like it. Hmm.
1: All right. Thanks for joining us on episode 13-5 of Rhythm and Pixels. We're calling the Patreon Salad. Oh, this is so... This episode was a fantastic time. And
0: you know what? No, let's leave. We're, we got. We definitely got to put this... I want to read his testimony. All right, so morning. we're
1: ending on this track. This is a track from the game... I, I deleted it. You got to tell me what it is again. It's no
0: problem. It's from the game Real Fishing 2, and the track title is Sea Bass Fishing. So... Just to give this like a bit of a spoiler alert, this did come from Wicked Sephiroth, so this is sort of a double-down, but since the track is already playing, I like, I want to get on the episode, and also just kind of read this testimonial to it. This track somehow has a sophistication that matches the image of city skyscrapers at night in the background, and I have to agree with them. I feel a certain level of sophistication that comes from like a person just sitting out on the beach as the waves are rolling in at night, with those same city buildings in the back, so possibly like Hawaii or Miami Beach, and of course I'm, dripping, I'm drinking tea,
2: yeah.
0: and I'm having a lovely discussion with some re- great people around me, just having a good time, mm-hmm. and just feeling like after a hard week's worth of work, it's nice to just kind of sit back and just let the waves roll into the shoreline with a delicious glass of piping hot Earl Grey tea.
1: <laughs> mm, baby. You know, I don't... I have some beach time planned in July, and... I wasn't thinking about bringing hot tea onto the beach with me, but, you know, I'm going to. Yes! Do it! I'm gonna do it. And play this track while you do it! Yeah, I'm gonna bring a little stereo... ...and play this. Like, the- <laughs> coming out of the stereo is the sound of waves... ...next to real
0: <laughs> waves. <laughs> At the
1: beach! It's gonna be great. It's perfection! Mm. So this track mm. is so freaking good, man. So good. So good. This is great. Well, again... Thanks for joining us. A very, very special thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers who are joining us on the stream. I think it's the most amount of people we've had on the stream at one time um, watching us goof off in my spare office. Um, but anyway, if you want to uh, support this show through our Patreon, I mean, you don't have to... Um, but we always really really appreciate it every dollar that goes into the Patreon goes back into the show goes back into the domain cost goes back into file hosting goes back into new equipment um, like the new sound card and microphones that we have rocking out here so and we want to thank the Patreon members we want to thank first and foremost Alex the messenger thank you for your support month after month he's letting us know he's letting everyone know he is the messenger I want to thank Brian Kunkel awesome dude awesome dude Bobby Arson. Thanks again. Awesome taste in games and music. Sir. Yeah, great selections. Uh, Damian Beckles, new, new uh, Patreon subscriber on the stream.
0: It's it- amazing, by the way. How new is he? I got to point this out. <laughs> he became, if, I'd, if I saw it correctly, he became a Patreon subscriber like 15 minutes before the show started.
1: That's amazing. That is awesome. Uh, I want to thank Wicked Sephiroth. Thanks again for the picks. Great man. These were some awesome jams. Oh. This fishing track. Oh god, this is so good Gotta thank OK Impala I love that name Thank Carlos Morton Gangso Henrik Anderson Who, um, actually submitted a, uh he submitted a, a track which we're going to play on a, another episode. Yes, we are. I want to thank Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound Version podcast which you need to listen to the newest episode. He just does a complete focus on Streets of Rage. Really? And he covers music on the master system ports of Streets of Rage and they're amazing. So check that out. It's really fun to listen to. He has the bass cranked up on all the on the tunes. It just it sounds really really good. Um, I also want to thank Brian Pitt thank you so much for your continued support of like, our show yes sir is, Brian is the man Chris Murray thank you so much also a new um, Patreon subscriber is Joe Vasalo. thank you very much and can't forget Daniel Smith
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear sometimes I don't know if you're being intentional or not I mean admittedly it's funnier this way
1: yeah. <laughs> but, oh my god but thank you for your uh, thank you for your suggestions as well um, any, any tracks that were suggested that we did not pick for the show um, we're going to hang on to them we're going to yeah. pick them for a later episode but for next month's stream it's going to be a little different but if you are not on the stream and you want to say hi to us um, if you want to say hello if you have track suggestions of your own if you have topic suggestions of your own um, or if you're in a band or if you're a remix artist we would love to hear from you please send us an email and at hotmail.com. And if you would like more information about the show, um, a track listing from all the episodes, access to all the episodes, and information on all the other stuff that we're doing, um, like the Discord server and our YouTube radio station that plays video game music 24-7, go to the website, rhythmandpixels.com. Say hello to us on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those places. We're just hanging out. Um, It's rhythmandpixels, all one word, Usually. <laughs> you can check me on Twitter too. I'm at RF Nichols. And yeah, that's that's about that's about what I've got. Um do you want to say anything else, Honestly, hard to say. I will say that
0: Pixel Plays has not died. No. But it is definitely taking a bit of a breather because I need to set up some stuff and I've been drowning in a ridiculous workload at the moment. Well, but Things are in move. Things are definitely in motion. Good. So once that gets down and settled and up and running, uh, I already have an episode ready—not ready to go, but with a topic plan—and it will be up and moving again.
1: We'll probably plan another one on on this this feed. Um, probably this next one will be on this feed because we both have vacation plans in the next couple months, and so we need to like kind of get some recording in yes. uh, before we take off and start missing each other. Adventure ho! It's gonna be a good time. Actually, you have a lot of adventure planned. You, you're going in and out of Chicago. I call. I have labeled this summer the "brokening"
0: of 2018 it's because I have already bought three plane tickets in the last two weeks, and I got one more to go. It's is gonna be rough. It's, it's rough, man. <laughs> but it's
1: gonna be worth it. To yeah, you. you're gonna have a good time. I hope you have a good time this weekend. Thank you, Coinly. So hopefully, we'll have um, information on that on the next episode. Megan of man. Purnell at Anime Central doing. About 50 panels in a row, <laughs> drinking alcohol during one panel, and then caffeine on another panel, and then caffeine on another panel, and then just going back and forth until he's... Very um, sleepy. <laughs> until there's not much of Purnell left. <laughs> I might become a <laughs> brown, I might transcend to become a brand new Prunel. Um, Okay. Well, you've been listening to Rhythm and Pixels, video game music podcast. I got... It's just this music makes me want to just chill out and do a low voice. It's so good. You have been listening
0: to the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. Oh, and before we're done, I have to mention, so I've been playing Mega Man 3 throughout the entire podcast. How
1: many Robot Masters have you defeated?
0: Surprisingly, unfortunately, I did not beat the game. I will say also because Mega Man 3 is definitely tougher than 4. It's longer, yeah. However, I will say I got through all the Doc Robot stages. Nice. I was preparing to go into Dr. Wally's Castle when this was done. Oh, wow. So. That's good. I did pretty good. That is really good. So... I'm no slouch, baby. (laughs) Ha, ha.
1: My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pranel. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Have a a great week. Have a safe week. See you next time. And remember, go fishing.
0: (laughs) Uh, Seriously, though. I don't know. Just like essentially, just a follow up to what we said earlier. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. We know that there is a plethora of different options out there all of which are stupendous stupendous shows so the fact that you're willing to provide or use even a modicum of your available free time to hang out with us and just talk shop listen to some good music it is a something that we greatly appreciate it is no granted being taken here yes I just broke that intentionally doesn't matter the point is we appreciate you guys for being just awesome people and thanks for making this something that is fun to do and also, just feels good to do. Good night.
2: Hi. Hi. <laughs>